0: Hi, this is Lee Merriweather. and you're listening to TV
1: Confidential. Ed Robertson welcoming you back to TV Confidential, radio talk show about television that is pleased to say hello again to Mr. Robert Colbert, the actor known around the world as Doug Phillips on the Time Tunnel. Robert Colbert, welcome back to the program.
0: Hey, it's nice to be here. My gosh, you've been a good friend for a long time, and I sure admire your work and your curiosity into this uh, incredible existence
1: that we have. Well, you know, it's 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 funny. You know this, and most of the listeners know this. You and I first got to know each other as a result of Maverick, uh, because I, I wrote a book on Maverick, and, of course, you are part of the legend of the West. But it's interesting because I've been thinking about Time Tunnel the last few days, and what's, what's amazing, Bob, is you only made 30 time tunnels, and yet, they they still play all over the world. They're on DVD. You know, uh, new people are discovering them all the time. Why do you think Time Tunnel continues to take off with people?
0: Well, for the same reason it did back then, Ed. It was like a key to the curiosity of things that uh, pique the minds of the young and the inquisitive and the uh, rest of us. But in those days, the... Uh, Teachers would assign a class around an upcoming episode mm-hmm. based on the fact it was, let's say, Robin Hood, mm-hmm. and the children's assignment could be to, you know, come up with what you can and uh, find out about Robin Hood, and therefore it became a teaching tool, even though it didn't have the uh, authenticity of of uh, correctness, but it opened the minds of everyone to be able to just like sesame street yeah. go on in and explore and enjoy and i think that same thing exists right on down to uh, the moment as we speak for the new generations same kind of inspiration same kind of simplicity but it opens the mind to what's really happened in krakatoa yeah. you know or whatever but it takes it beyond there
1: yeah if it's if it's a stepping stone to getting people to learn more about it that's that's a cool thing Bob
0: well it is and I think it's the simplicity to why it has endured this uh, uh, period of time and people want to redo it and I think they should and I think it would have been nice had we been able to go on for a few more seasons because with that kind of latitude and imagination, I think we would have uh, had a much vaster audience than we were able to accomplish in one year. Little did we know how many people were interested in it and at which levels. It had sort of an educational kickoff. It inspired Teachers and and it just uh, it had a peripheral existence that has made it kind of magical.
1: It, it, it certainly did. It had an educational component as you as, as you point out, but of course, one of the fun things watching it today is all of the many great guest stars that uh, you and James and Lee. Uh, worked with on the show. I was just kind of going through the list uh, last night. Nehemiah Persoff, one of my favorite actors. He did one of the time tunnels and Malachi Throne. I think he pla- he either played Nostradamus or, Ma- or Machiavelli in one of those. I mean, it just. Uh,
0: well, he did two two episodes, I believe. And Eduardo Cianelli, and uh, just it was just amazing. Uh, every week we got to go in, and I'd like you to continue the list so the. The listeners can hear the wonderful people I got to go to work with every week.
1: Carol O'Connor. Carol O'Connor did a time tunnel. This is long before Archie Bunker. He did two.
0: He did two different episodes. Uh,
1: another guy who did two different episodes was Michael Sarah Right. Yeah. He. In one of the shows, they sprayed him with, like, silver paint, which which I'm sure was not fun.
0: <laughs> oh, it wasn't his happiest day. <laughs>
1: You know, of course, you you were lucky because even though you and James were bouncing around, you didn't you didn't have some of the costume challenges that some of the other guest stars did.
0: Well, we did in some episodes where we had to uh, don the uh, local uh, attire, but mostly we were in those uh, suits. We left the tunnel in.
1: Yeah, what I'm getting at, Bob, is I mean, yes, a couple of times you had to, uh, you know, put on armor or you had to, you know, dress in medi- uh, uh, medieval garb wherever you guys ended up. But I don't remember you ever being spray painted. Oh
0: no! <laughs> something they didn't do it. But I think in the second episode, uh, Irwin would have figured out how (laughs) to (laughs) spray
1: We're talking to Robert Colbert, star of The Time Tunnel, star of Maverick, star of The Young and the Restless, and a guest star in hundreds of other TV shows throughout the years. Uh, Bob will be appearing at the next Hollywood show in Los Angeles, which will take place July 31st to August 2nd at the Westin Los Angeles airport hotel in los angeles for more information go to hollywoodshow.com let's see uh you had a future oscar winner work with you on the time tunnel uh ellen burston did did one of your shows oh she did and what about robert duvall robert (laughs) that's right that's right two oscar winners (laughs) Uh, oh
0: so, uh, oh, it was a wonderful experience, and every week we'd go to work, and as uh, actors, at least uh, I know Jimmy and I shared this, That it was just terrific, the people. We didn't really know who we were going to be working with the next week, or where we were headed, and uh, it was magical, because we were as much a part of it, and the wonder, and then to see it all cut together with that tremendous footage from 20th Century Fox where we had 20,000 Cairo riflemen roaring across some desert floor on a television show Mm -hmm. and it was just magical how it worked and it was exciting times and I was a fan, Erwin was a fan he would bring uh, Edward G. Robinson to the set Mm -hmm. or Joseph Cotton or Victor Mature people that I grew up uh, in the front row looking up at the big screen, marveling at them as my heroes. And then they were visitors on a show that I was doing. It was just magic.
1: And and I'm and I'm guessing, Bob, being a young actor at the time, still learning your craft, it, it, it had to be cool to get a chance to at least, you know, talk to some of these people, you know, e- even if only briefly. Talk to them about acting. Talk to them about the trade.
0: Well... I won't say we had a lot of opportunity to uh, get into personal sure. uh, uh, professionalisms, but uh, they were all very social occasions, and all I know is that I've watched them dance on the silver screen from my childhood up until that moment, and then to meet them, and it, it, it was just as magical for me. It was like one day, uh, Bill Lear, the man who brought us the Lear jet, brought mm-hmm. his family on, and one of his daughters was named Shanda. I always loved that, Shanda Lear. <laughs> 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 uh, we had some British royalty, uh, uh, which escapes me now, but it certainly was of great importance at the time. And uh, just everything about it in in reflection is just beautiful memories. I still am very close to Lee and Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just got back uh, last week from a show out in Memphis. And uh, there's a lot of love in our uh, family there, our film family. And it's just been... A marvelous experience. And I live here in Malibu. Mm -hmm. I don't suppose you can hear the ocean uh, licking at my front door here and the view and my beautiful little uh, Yorkie, Rocky, lying here uh, feeling happy and alive and just reflecting on uh, the magic of what it was like to be there in the 50s and the 60s and the 70s and then seeing how life has uh, changed over these years. And that's that's the time tunnel. That's the realism and the magic of what life is about. I sure miss some of the old days when it was simpler, but uh, I look at it today and I'm uh, just so Happy to be a part of it and to look back on the beautiful time that I was allowed to spend here.
1: We're talking to Robert Colbert, Doug Phillips on the Time Tunnel, plus fans of the old Warner Brothers shows. No Bob for his appearances on Cheyenne, Sugarfoot, Hawaiian Eye, Bourbon Street Beat, Seventy Seven Sunset Strip, and of course Maverick. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back. One more item: Summertime is in full swing, and if you have dry skin, you know what happens when the weather gets warmer. More visible lines and dullness fortunately our friends at eboo beauty can help their super duo serum and moisturizer is all you need this summer for the perfect load. check them out eboo beauty.com that's y-i-b-u beauty.com or at eboo beauty on instagram use customer code eboo50 now at checkout and receive 50 percent off your first order bob you are painting a beautiful picture with words not, not only the environment where you are sitting as, as we're having this conversation right now, but also the era in which, uh, you made the time tunnel and how it was a bridge to, you know, old Hollywood and current Hollywood and in the future. I, I, I bring up the word picture with words because that, that's a radio term and I, you know, you, or once upon a time, you worked in radio and it's, and you still have that instinct for it.
0: Well, uh, I'd be proud to think I did. It was uh, <laughs> such a beautiful, spontaneous time when uh, you simply created uh, the atmosphere in every and any way you could right there with very simple tools. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I guess it gets you kind of quick on your foot. And uh, who knows? Uh, I, I've never forgotten the, the fun that it was and the excitement that it uh, put in my belly and, and that carried right on over into what would really be uh, in reflection to go out on some of these shows that I do and I see uh, these people of all ages mm-hmm. uh, coming up and just pouring out love and gee tell me about those days and tell me everything you can possibly give me in these few seconds that we have, and they come by and they come by, and it just rains on you this joy of saying, gee, what a lucky shot at a profession to have it pay back in so many beautiful ways.
1: Well, the great things about conventions, Bob, and I think you'll agree with me on this, is you have something in common with two, three, four thousand people, however long the con- however large the convention, you know, room is. And it's not just fans, but you, you know, you the celebrities, you're I mean, it's it's a chance to reconnect with whether it's people like Lee Merriweather or James Darren, but you know, reconnect with some of the other actors who, who, who are there that either you're fans of, in some cases you may have worked with them, in some cases it's an opportunity for you to meet some of these people for the first Oh, day. everyone
0: is uh, a room full of people that uh, I admired and uh, then a chance to meet them and mm-hmm. in such a lovely casual way It's it's been, everything about it is very special it's just an effortless kiss that you get from uh, having had a chance to just work in his profession and, it, and be able to connect with people here and around the world. It comes back in such magical ways uh, that it just never stops paying you. And I'm so grateful for what uh, I was given.
1: You mentioned the word kiss, and I, I, I forgot. You, there was one time tunnel where Lee got zapped to where you and James are. And you know you, you're figuring out how to get her out of there so that she can help you on at, at headquarters. And before her character left, she reaches in and she gives you she gives you a kiss and she gives James a kiss. I I would imagine it was kind of fun for you to be kissed by Lee Meyerweather. Oh,
0: you got that right. <laughs> <laughs> you got, and, and to be able to uh, see her today, how in incredibly beautiful this woman is absolutely right out. absolutely so, she's so talented but I mean she's strikingly beautiful and Jimmy he's just a, 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 a carbon copy of uh, 45 years ago or whatever he's just incredible and he appears in Las Vegas mm-hmm. uh, he's up there uh, in August with a 40-piece orchestra my daughter's going up to see him and he appeared here in L.A. He's just uh, an incredible human being, and uh, he d- hasn't changed a bit. I guess the portrait in the attic isn't looking too good. But, <laughs> but.
1: <laughs> well, let me let me just add, Bob, you look like you can still handle yourself in, in an action sequence. You are well-preserved to keep in great shape.
0: Well, I'm fortunate, I think, is living here uh, with all this beautiful fresh air coming through every day in uh, the shores of uh, Malibu. And I think that's really kept me healthy. And uh, I'm honored to have had that place to live all these years. But I uh, feel pretty good. I'll be 84 next month. No. And uh, I'm still tall and vertical. And... Uh, I'm just happy for every day I wake up and and uh, enjoy the blessings that I have.
1: I I had you, I th- I had you in your 70s, Bob. No, I I go back. I mean, you're 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 in great shape. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing good. I'm doing good.
0: I to see my current photographs. <laughs>
1: Hi, Brian. <laughs> hey, now, we're talking to Robert Colbert, star of the Time Tunnel, Maverick, The Young and the Restless, and a guest star on nearly 100 other TV shows. We mentioned in one of our resets that you, in, uh, in, besides doing Maverick and Young and the Restless and Time Tunnel, you were a guest star on a lot of popular shows. I don't know if you remember, whether you remember this, but you did two episodes of Perry Mason just before Time Tunnel. Uh, you! Were, I did, yeah. You, were. You were Ace of
0: the grinning gorilla. That's I remember right. That
1: one. That's right, with Victor Buono and uh, and 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 Gavin MacLeod. Do you have any memories of that show?
0: I do remember some very interesting moments with with Raymond, as the way he worked. Mm-hmm. He would have these teleprompters around the room, mm-hmm. and they would be set at the height of whoever the actor was or actress, mm-hmm. and he would get. Uh, on camera and he would look at these different images and he would recite his lines to them uh, or read the lines off of those the teleprompter for that character and we would be aside and Raymond would do all of his reactions to all of us mm-hmm. and all he would hear was our voices and uh, I thought gee that's so unusual but he didn't ever have to memorize a line either he just would come in and read everything right off the teleprompter and we'd stand behind it <laughs> and do the verbal verbalization of the characters and uh, it was so funny
1: you played the prosecutor in both of your shows and so you would have had to do a lot of legal jargon yourself i mean do you remember how you how you got through that well
0: when when that occurred, I was always pretty good at that as far as memorization. I uh, uh, remember starting the Young and the Restless years later where we had to go in the first day mm-hmm. in front of a live camera and do 30 pages the first day because that you were the whole opening show yeah. and you had to hit your marks and... Everything had to be verbatim and then you had to go home that night and learn 30 more pages for the next day that's right it could... was a it was a moment in my life where I <laughs> thought my brain would explode but when I realized I could do that why all of the things I had done that preceded it even 12 14 20 pages a day in films was nothing Yeah you always had a, a break between scenes. You could stop and while they're relighting and setting the, the new scenery, you could learn lines and go over scenes in your head. You had time to prepare for the next five, six pages. But boy, when I got to the, the real muscle of this business where you uh, had to do 30 pages live daily, well i realized the grit that i was able to pull forward and do that i just was challenged beyond my own mind's imagination
1: that's like making two you just do the math you know five that's you know, 200 that's okay that that's 150 pages of dialogue you got to go through every week that's like making two movies a week well <laughs>
0: it is and in the beginning why we had to, the original cast had to carry the whole show mm-hmm. so we were on constantly and just time to get off and change wardrobe and it was an exciting under you know underestimated time in my life but oh my gosh what a challenge that was
1: it was a challenge but you pulled through it you know because you're a you're a total pro and uh, you know what you're doing
0: well, I appreciate that, uh, but uh, I, I didn't feel too professional at the time. I was just limping through it and then looking back on it, it made me very proud to think I could do
1: it. Well, it's always a pleasure to talk to you, Bob. Thank you so much for being on our program again tonight.
0: Thanks, Ed. Uh, keep up the good work. Uh, you're a, a swell guy, and i uh, happy to know you, buddy.
1: The next edition of TV Confidential will air next week in this day. Please join us for that. In the meantime, a reminder that the first cylinder by Joseph Doherty is available through Fayetteville, Mafia Press, and Amazon.com. They'll do it for our program this week, folks. Ed Robertson, Bapatoni Figueroa, Donna Allen, Phil Grace and Greg Erbar. Thank you so much for listening. Stay healthy, stay safe. We'll talk to you next time on TV Confidential.